Oh, hey, Owen. How you doing? <sighs> Depressed. <laughs> you and your jokes. I'm going to go kill myself now. A podcast? Sure. Let's do it. Where do you keep the razor blades? This is a podcast hosted by Owen and Phil. Grab your family and your friends because we've got some time to kill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut myself now. Speaking of killing, I'm cutting myself now. Did you lock your front door? How do I stop the bleeding? Cause if you didn't, we are liable to break in and stab you and leave you bleeding on the floor. We spent all of our money to bring you this production. Why? Why are you still singing? We can all appreciate that we spent nothing on this introduction. For the love of God, help me. This is our podcast, yeah, yeah. It's called The Wave of Absurdity. Help me. Now that you've listened this far, you'll be trapped here for an eternity. Oh! Let's listen in and see what the boys are up to. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's a pood cast. They left Hi, already. Jared, Jared, Philip. They left already. Wait, are you doing an accent? No, it's me. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Don't you worry about telling me, laddie. What you got coming up on today's show? Well, I thought we had an intro. Let me just check that off. We have our usual wonderful pieces that you've come to know and love in the wave of absurdity. There is, of course, Master Debater. I think it's safe to say that that's one of the highlights, one of the... Standing orders of every wave of absurdity. We I think have... it's been reused, though. What? Are you bringing up legitimate concerns with the podcast while you're affecting a horrible accent? No! <laughs> no! Christ. Don't you mock my accent, you couldn't. Alright, well, apparently, upcoming, we have problems. Uh... We have some interesting news sent into us. We have a little bit of prizes to give away. That's right. Would Owen rather? We'll figure out who won what and what prizes are available for next time. Please call me Dara. My name's O'Neill. I just want to hang myself right now. Over to you, Owen. O'Neill. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, sir, laddies. What's we got coming up there? I thought we were doing some news. If anyone can hear me, please help me. Please. Right, sir. So we're going to skip that first segment there. We're going to... I like to bring a, a certain bit of pizzazz to the whole, uh, the whole podcast here. So what I've done is that... Well, maybe not a lot of people know that I actually do a lot of the uh, the thinking behind the whole wave of certainty podcast you know man so what i've done is i've incorporated some punny f- names with phil's fo- with phil's name in it 
And we're going to see if Owen, is that you? Ideas. What? What happened to that charming other guy? <laughs> O'Neill. O'Neill. What happened to O'Neill? It's almost as if... Uh, I'm sure we'll see more of him later. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> so the basic idea is I've, I've come up with some new features that I want to present to Phil for the first time. And each of these segments incorporate his name in some way. I would like to immediately and in advance just deny all of these ideas while I haven't heard of them. I feel like he's already run the gamut and hit or miss. It's usually miss. He's trying to ride that mouth fill. It's a good feature. Okay. So these are in no order, but the first one is philosophical. Philosophical. Let now, me ponder that the whole one point a of philosophical is Phil gives us meaningful message that somehow relates to him. I'm nope. thinking about okay. it. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> All I'm right, sorry. tough crowd. My um, comedic timing was put off by a little bit of gas. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Um, my that's filling. My um, that's This filling? is where Phil tells us of some of his most filling meals that he has had in his lifetime. Too much like mouth, though. Well, no, because this is your no, referring... No, I've said it's too much like mouth fill. Well, it's not. I have said it is too much. <laughs> Sorry. Because this is a difference, because you're telling us of some of the meals that filled you up the most. Pass. Okay. Um, a new game we could play. Um, is it Filinko. called... No, I thought you said let's get filthy. And then ridiculous. you and I would rub... Filinko. We play a game of Plinko to win prizes for the listeners. How? What is Plinko to you? It's that game on The Price is Right. Right, where you drop the disc and it plinks around all the pins until it yeah. falls into a slot. Filinko. So, who has the Plinko board? All right, um, fill in the blank. Um, I have read a famous quote, and then Phil completes it in his own special way. Sexy. Wow, now that has potential for guffaws, my friend. Do you have any examples? Um, this one, well, I can have <laughs> read a quote from Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. <laughs> How appropriate. Uh, you have enemies? Good. That means... I... I'm your friend. <laughs> Is it close? <laughs> um, it means you've stood up for something in your life. Okay. I thought I was supposed to finish it. You did, didn't you? Was that it? All right. So you wait. Uh, <laughs> you need to know the answer to that question. All right, we could do another one. Fill, fill, fill in the blank. Another one from um, Winston No, Churchill. I like the other one. <laughs> Uh, a lie gets halfway around the world before it turns into a phoenix. The next one I've got is <laughs> fill the vibe. Does this involve Vaseline? No, fill no. the vibe. Should I not be talking uh, about that email? I'm sorry. Uh, this one is Phil makes a different throat vibration each podcast. <laughs> like a throat chanter? <laughs> if you would like to do that. 
that's uh, that's one of my other segments that's gone to fruition. Uh, the last one I've got is uh, Feeling Phil. What's that supposed no, to be a, a play on? You know, feeling ill, feeling, 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 feeling Phil. Um, in oh. this one, uh, Phil selects a body part to see how it's doing. Did you come up with these while you were on the shitter? No, but, I mean, look, just give this one a trial run. So select a body part. The arm. All right, how is it doing? Pretty good. All right, that's all my ideas. So hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more Phil-based games. I like in the next whatever weeks. whatever you called the one where I have to finish off the quote. Fill in the blank. Yeah, because I've never been good with quotes. So I was kind of hoping you'd go for my. That's filling. And that was me telling you about a meal I ate. Uh, you, you tell us of <laughs> some of your meals that were the most filling in your lifetime. You know, Phil. What if I what if I don't have a detailed recollection? Or I can't even. <laughs> well, then that then that whole feature falls through. Yeah, most of the time I've felt that it was a prelude to having the shits or vomiting. Um, lots of times I feel full and think, "All right, that that was filling, Ugh. boring, like chewing ice, like trying to show somebody." How sex is performed using a balloon and a pin. I don't know. That doesn't work there. I really wanted to try and use that. That was a bit philosophical. Uh, I'm going to read a phrase here. I don't want you to give me your immediate thoughts. I would rather be chained to Put those ideas away then. Look, yeah. Throw them all away except fill in the blank. That is a grade A idea. I wish you had more but I understand the right <laughs> to reserve. I had five others. Well, it's a good thing you only pretended to throw the paper away. Good thing. I would rather be chained to the dirty chip oven for that week because Chin- even though it's Chin- the darkest week of my life, I can look at oven's life and it would make me laugh. Girly voice, no friends, no real-world skills, thinks he's funny when it's not, etc. No matter how bad my life will be in that one week, it would still be a lot better. Instead of just start reading the email? It would still be a lot better than being I think you should actually explain what you're reading before you read it. No, and it would make me feel better because oven life is... All right, so Phil is reading... The uh, so sad. The, the scenario, uh, the scenario of who would people rather be handcuffed to for one week? Or Phil for one week at the darkest, the darkest week of your life. You're you're down in the dumps. Your respect. The light other. switches off. <laughs> no. Oh, it's just. So this was from Jack, who I think has the more accurate portrayal. Of what would happen. So he definitely wasn't in your corner. Although I challenge you to find anybody in the email that wanted to be handcuffed to you. What's up with Hotmail? And uh, the ad blocker is just in the double digits already. Ad block? Whoa, that's crazy. Did you say Hotmail? Whoa, that's crazy. Wave of absurdity at hotmail.com. 
Yeah, send us an email because apparently each one generates its own individual customized spam. Now, please do. Let's see what Emily had to say. I'm scared to be handcuffed to Phil because he is a girl ravisher. So I will pick the <laughs> correct choice, Owen. Besides, Owen and I can pass the time by discussing more sciencey things. <laughs> and it would also possibly give me a shot at guest hosting the podcast. Hint, hint, not so fast. I wonder if Phil drives a creeper van, Emily. Um, real fast, I'd just like to highlight that the date of that email was 11-06-2013. And on that same day, by the same email sender, somebody sent a bit of porn. Not going to say her name or why she particularly provided lesbianpornvideos.com slash video slash schoolgirl romance. Uh, yeah. You dare insinuate one thing in one breath and send me porn in another? Thanks. So, we have Cole. For the worst week of my life, I would be chained to Phil. Thank you. Because I Phil. No, me Phil. He could talk me out of... Sorry, people, you do realize that when we read these, it has to sort of make sense to us a little. Sorry, Cole. I know you're a Phil fan. He could talk me out of the drugs and just generally make things easy and not make them worse. I feel Owen would encourage the use of the drugs and to do things that would make it worse. Also, he would probably try to surgically get his dick removed and replaced with mine because of Phil and he's... Quick, can you go into the email? Are you looking at this? I can go to the email, sure. Sure, yeah. In case you need to know, that's wave of absurdity at hotmail.com. This is from Cole, who is not a stranger to the podcast. And where, where are we at? We are at Cole again for the worst week of my life. Should be this month. Oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, surgically get his dick removed and replaced with mine because of Phil and his choir are to believed he has a small wing wang. Ah! Choir. According to me and my choir. Oh! oh. <laughs> yes. That was cryptic. Can I can I work in cryptic with Phil? Phil? Mm, doesn't seem that, that way. That was cryptic Phil. Matt says, well, who I want to be handcuffed to? I would have to pick Owen for two reasons. One is that since he has been keeping me entertained for years, I would at Four least Four years have... on you five years on YouTube, baby. Oh, let me yeah. say it again. For years I would at least have a few laughs and two, if I ever resort to cannibalism, there should be some body stash somewhere from Owen's dark secrets. Don't say you never have. We know Owen, we know. I Actually, uh, most of the emails were in your favor, so I guess technically I lost that one. And technically I think we've done this enough that I'm going to take it personally and offer everybody another <laughs> option. This one's a little different. I want you, the listener, and Owen yourself, to put yourself in these shoes where you have to get really metaphysical and imagine yourself doing things to yourself. 
Not you, the listener, you, Owen. Now, listener, I'm talking to you. Owen, listen in, but I'm not referring to you when I say the listener. Well, 50-50. Got me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So you, the listener, not Owen, but the listener, Owen, you should be paying attention, is dangling from a ledge, we'll say, uh, ten stories up on a building. One of us, Owen and I, you, the listener, hanging from the ledge, Owen and I are on the ground... One of us is charged with the task of getting a very big fire truck that's right around the corner and driving it to the side of the building, avoiding obstacles and getting it positioned just right with no experience, working the ladder, getting it up there, climb up, save you because your legs are broken, listener. Your legs are broken. So this person has to get you down, okay? One of us has to do that. You select which one. Whichever one you select, know that the person you didn't select will be actively trying to stop the person you did select by being right above you. One story with a big pole and an <laughs> infinite supply of watermelons. And that's how that's how they're going to stop the other person. So you have to pick who's the hero, who's the villain. Use your imagination. Let us know who you pick to give yourself the best chance of survival. Wave of absurdity at hotmail.com. Owen, have you imagined yourself in a situation and knowing you, who would you pick to be you? Me? <laughs> um, no. Good. Because I think that... Because you're old. I'm playing... I'm going to play the age card here. You're, okay. you know, what, 47 or something? <laughs> so you're... What? Go on. So you're not going to be that strong to actually be lifting up watermelons, let alone be throwing them. <laughs> so um, you're, you're no threat. So they obviously want someone who's strong that can lift up a ladder, that can climb up a ladder, that can you know carry them down the ladder. Obviously, but if you can't even lift up a watermelon, what chances of survival do they have? Well, I guess if we're pleading our case. A little bit. I just like to point out. I'm just, I wasn't pleading my case. I was just saying I, who I would go for, and obviously I'm the better person. Well, I think people will be able to make their own judgments on that. But <laughs> I am. Am. <laughs> I'm segueing. <laughs> I was just going to say I'm a in bit Matt's email. No, in he also sent a few bits of news. I. You should have asked O'Neill. <laughs> well, maybe O'Neill would like to read the little article, the one, uh, not the first link that Matt sent us, but the second one. Are you on that email? Thank you, Matt K. These were some pretty good reads. Owen, chip chop. It's O'Neill. Oh, well, you didn't start talking like him yet, so I just assumed he wasn't here. Uh, well, which, which one do you want O'Neill to read? Good the second grief. one. They're all from the oh. Metro, UK. Man launches legal action over that one. Man launches legal action over eight-month erection. How many? Eight-month erection. Eight what? Eight-month erection. <laughs> What's a month? Month. All right, whatever. Eight-month Erection. I don't come to be a guest on your podcast to be insulted, you couldn't. <laughs> Just start with an erectile dysfunction. 
And erectile dysfunction sufferer is suing the surgeon he paid to and fix the problem after he received a little more than he bargained for. He's suing for. the surgeon he paid to fix the problem after he received a little more than he bargained for. Translations provided by a wave of absurdity. <laughs> Daniel Metzgeier Daniel says Metzger the Bosch penile implant surgery went, penile implant <laughs> went in 2009. Let him with an eight-month erection. That wouldn't go away, according to a Delaware online. So close to home. The 24-year-old truck driver from New Jersey is seeking unspecified damages after he was forced to wear baggy trousers and a long shirt to hide the embarrassing problem a court heard. He said he knew something was wrong when his scrotum swelled to the size of a volleyball, but didn't see a surgeon, Mr. Thomas Desperatero, <laughs> for another four months, it is claimed. Mr. Metgar finally went under the knife to have the pros. Pros. Yeah. I don't think I can say it. In it doesn't Irish matter accent. what accent. Prosthesis <laughs> is always difficult. Dimes- <laughs> All right, we'll see you later, Oscar or whatever. Your name's O'Neill. Uh, Oscar Bye, O'Neill. O'Neil. Mr. Metgar finally went under. Under the knife to have the prosthesis removed. Now. Who's this? Hemlick? <laughs> Uh, no (laughs) just finish the damn article to have the prosthesis removed in August 2010 eight months after the initial surgery I could hardly dance with an erection poking my partner that seems a very specific very very specific (laughs) complaint it's not something you want to brag about no, no, it's not something you want to bring out at parties and show to friends. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, he demanded his urologist demanded ten thousand dollars or six thousand four hundred pounds uh, before during the procedure a claim desperatio whatever his name is denies. The trial continues. <laughs> Jerry finds urologist not responsible for patient's eight month erection post surgery. Well, <laughs> I followed up on this story because when Matt sent it, it was breaking news. And I thought, surely the trial is over. And it was. The jury finds the urologist not responsible. Guess. Well, all right. First, now I know it's a shame to laugh at a man with some serious erectile dysfunction that want to get some surgery to get it fixed. But damn it, Owen, do you know what they do? They put, where is it? Post-surgery, where is... But, forgive my ignorance here. Just, an, you know, an erection is just blood, right? Why doesn't he just stick a needle in a dick vein, drain it out until it goes flaccid? Well, right, I was... Oh, well, where is the procedure? What they do is they surgically open your penis, they place these two tubes in there, and there's this fluid that you manually pump in to assist, and they'll straighten these tubes out, much like the main thing in the penis, that that tube-like structure. Anyway. Oh, yeah, what's, what's, what's that structure called? <sighs> Look, so... You've you, left a bank. You fill have... Fill in the blank. You have to fill these shafts yourself manually. Fill shafts? Guess fill where shafts? the pump is. Guess where the pump is. 
little shafts. This is where he tries to sell something at an outrageous overmarked price. Guess where the pump is. <laughs> the fluid is located in, in his your anus. Abdomen. Nope. In your scrotum sack. That's right. If you have erectile dysfunction and you have this procedure done, if you're with a lady <laughs> and you feel the urge, but your penis is, you know, halfway there, not fully doing it for you, you just have to kind of turn away. Can you make the pump squeak? <laughs> a little. How brilliant would that be? What's that noise? Uh, nothing, baby. You look hot. Desperito. Desperito's lawyers said that complications are a risk with any surgery, etc., etc. Metzgar said he became withdrawn, had to wear baggy clothes, and could not ride his motorcycle or bend over to pick up the newspaper. He's well, this is where you, you... Okay, if you just wear nothing and a way to bend forward without bending your legs is to... Don't don't apply so much thought to this, man. Well, no, you because you, I've done it. You bend forward, but then you lift one of your legs back. You know what I mean? Oh, like you're... Okay, well, that only works for so far. And Yeah, but, I mean, it's not, not going to get in the way. It's going to bend down with... You know, it's not going to be fine. He just seems like an idiot. His stepson said the relationship between him and Metzgar grew distant because he was highly <laughs> embarrassed. Metzgar had the device removed in August 2010, one tubing from the prosthesis poked out of his scrotum during a family trip. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't you be the son and I'll be Metzger? And there's an uncomfortable situation where I haven't noticed the tube poking out my nutsack. Come here, boy. Let's, uh, family vacation. Let's take a photo. Come here. Give your dad a hug. Daddy. Come on. Pop on over. Sit on my lap, boy. Come here. <laughs> all right. Uh, here I go. Whoop. Ow. That doesn't <laughs> feel right at all. If, if you got keys in your pocket? No, I... Oh, good God! My scrotum tube is in your anus! Pump and... it up. Pump it up. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, happy ending to this story. Not the one we were just enacting. The actual news story <laughs> is that the he had the procedure done with another doctor, and everything's all right. Oh, it turns out the son was eighteen. Turns out the son was eighteen. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, before we move on, which is something we should have done like 27 minutes ago, uh, in the uh, <laughs> in the comments, which you always have to check in news articles, uh, the second one, does uh, anybody know the effect of oversized balls when bending down or back? What? Oh, man, this is just the article I've been looking for to ask people <laughs> about this. I'm going to reply. Oh, good. I can do it with my Google account. Fill in the blank. All right, what would I like to say? I've read the terms, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yes, especially in the pants area. Okay, this is good stuff. Wave of absurdity. <laughs> At hotmail.com. What's coming up next, Owen? Stuff. 
I believe you have scoured the internet, as you like to say. All right, well, I have scoured the internet. And let me tell you that I almost lost faith and hope in everything. Humanity itself? What? Sorry, sorry. Humanity itself? Yes. I have to stop. I'm sorry. Okay. I have to stop interrupting you. It's a big problem. Right. I do a lot of prep and I spend hours and hours scouring the internet for cringy audio and it only it was last night um i was looking last ditch effort and i finally found something the holy grail of soup the holy grail of soup you mean the holy grail is filled with soup not just any soup vegan orgasm soup sorry vegan orgasm soup you mean no meat in that there orgasm soup? No meat, no dairy, no nothing. Man. Apart from things. That doesn't that sound like sex like. to me. Yeah. Well, you obviously haven't tried this soup. Play in the tape. Oh, yeah. Whoa, he's already in. With a spoon. Mm. Sounds pretty good. Enhanced. Vegan soup. No animal products at all. No meat, no dairy. Wow. God, that's good. He sounds like he's laughing a little. (laughs) Isn't he out Uh, on his porch? Yeah. God, that's good. Wait, do I hear crunching? Are there croutons in the orgasm soup? It's a carrot. It's a carrot. (laughs) <laughs> what is he, a Muppet? <laughs> oh, Kermit, I have orgasm. Mm, cookie. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Mm. Wow, so good. Me love cookie. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh. Thank you, Lord. Oh. Can we do it again in 15 minutes? <laughs> That's fucking terrible. I wonder what the ingredients are. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes, yeah, so for obvious reasons, we can't exactly just up and give you the page. But I don't know. Have you searched for orga- uh, organic, <laughs> orgasmic <laughs> vegan soup? I'm pretty sure he'll probably come across this guy on his porch. <laughs> He's like the, the nerdiest person you could ever imagine. And just to see him sat there on his porch biting into... Oh. <laughs> Would you, if you were, uh, your sister pops over and she's like, come on, I'm going to take you out to dinner. I got a raise or something. Anyway, <laughs> and you're at, you're in some trendy little place in London and... Yep. Huh, because he's not really from London. And 
They're like, oh, brand new place. Uh, and you ask the, the waiter what they recommend. And he's like, ah, oh, Trazia. He's French. Trazia. <laughs> what kind of accent's that? Trazia. I think I'm French. Ha, ha, ha. Trazia work out some soup. It is <laughs> magnific. Oh, why don't you try the orgasmic uh, soup, you disgusting pig? Yes. So, and you're there with your sister, and he really <laughs> sells it to you by going, buy one, get one free. And then... <laughs> so me and my sister can be in a restaurant orgasming have, together. Yeah, would you? If you're like, uh, you know, it's only going to be around for one day, one day only. Secret. <laughs> one day only. Secret orgasmic soup. Would would you try it? Even though your sister was there, you'd be like, "Look, there's a table underneath our our privates. Let's jam napkins down our pants. Don't mind what I do with the cutlery, but I'm gonna have some orgasm soup." Well, that dude actually says in the description that he came while eating that. I would be afraid I'd spit my food out. <laughs> oh, I'm so oh. <laughs> I wanted to hold it in, I swear. Your wife is one lucky, lucky lady. <laughs> I'm going to make her some orgasm soup and not tell her. It's pea soup. Ooh, I wonder if you could make soup that makes you pee. If you can have one that makes you orgasm, surely there's one that makes you lose all control of your bowels. Maybe <laughs> there's one that will give you better accents. No. You twonk. Add... Antifreeze to any soup, instant fun. Maybe not orgasms. Well, Christ, <laughs> you can still have an orgasm with that body. Well, technicalities, as they say in the courtroom. I'm not fill master. in the blank. Hit me. Right. So this is a quote from uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> what did you hit the Winston Churchill database lottery? Really, <laughs> one up on my screen. Uh, this quote goes, We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight... On the computers. We shall fight on the borders of our imaginary virtual worlds. We shall never surrender unless Mom made a fresh batch of brownies. Damn, that was almost... A Horrible tongue twister. We shall defend our world of Warcraft Shiver! <laughs> Never surrender. <laughs> Horde mode 2013. Right. <laughs> Christ. For the alliance. What? This is, this is like PBS. Quality free broadcast. <laughs> well, we don't get over a million downloads a day for nothing. Uh, no. In fact, that not-nothing is something we like to call what Owen thinks is overplayed Master Debater. Ma master Debater. <laughs> yes, Master that Debater. That was my sequence. I panicked. <laughs> what, turned into a, a little girl trying to be <laughs> sexy? <laughs> Excuse me, sir, Master Debater. All right. Well, do we have the transitions anymore? Oh, well, I thought the whole thing was I screwed up the whole audio mix. You want to drop them in there? Go right ahead. I, the magic is lost as far as the application. Ah, 
<laughs> I know. We totally skipped with Owen Rather. I didn't mean to do that. But I already said Master Debater, so we're all stuck with doing this first. Unless Owen does some fancy editing. I doubt it. He'll just remove that sentence. Save yourselves! What's Master Debater, Owen? Hello. <laughs> it is a feature where we have two arbitrary everyday things that could be... And we... De- um, we argue. In a world of opinions and differences, <laughs> it is easy to get caught up in slanderous situations. <sighs> to better handle things and be proper gentlemen, Master <laughs> Debater was created. It's a forum where we take an opposing standpoint on an inconsequential issue. Uh, We each get several uh, short rounds to present our case and rebut our opponent. And I do want to say, I believe we've done something similar like this in the past. So this is all Phil's idea. He's forcing me to go along with it. Hang on. I'm not done the description. I'm not done the description. (laughs) Which side of the issue we are on is determined at random right before the start of the segment. The winner is determined by popular vote on Owen's fan page. And oh, I don't think speaking. we did anything on this at all. Speaking. The winner of the last Master Debater, which was Thumbtacks, which was what I was rooting for, or Blue Tack, which was what Phil was rooting for. And the vote has now closed, and I have the results. The winner of last Master Debater is... Drumroll, please. Sound effects broken. Me. Yes, well, you know what? This is just a... I don't mean to rant, but this is just a goddamn popularity contest. That's all. You're just being more popular. There's nothing to do. People aren't listening to the arguments. They just see the vote, and they're like, Oh, well, fuck all of you. I'm sorry. What is today's... I didn't even need to vote. I didn't vote. Phil voted for himself because obviously he needs any, you know, just any help that he can get. But people agree, thumbtacks are the better option. You don't even use thumbtacks. If you think they're the better option. All right, I want to see something thumbtacked to your wall. God knows you don't care about how shit looks because you don't paint your shelves. I am almost positive. That already would. All right. They're so. wood color. What the fuck do you want me to do? Destroy the wood to give some paint? <laughs> Haven't matched the lime colored walls. They're not on the lime. <laughs> that sounds like a bad euphemism. Hey, man, you got any crack? No, man, I just got on the lime. No, that's not working out. <laughs> I want to know what today's master debater is all about. Well, that's funny you should ask because you know. Yes, I would like you to pretend that I don't so that we can illustrate to the listener a sense Well, we already know. This doesn't make for good podcasting, sir. Well, why don't you tell the people all about it? Elevators versus escalators. Who will be pro-elevator? 
Owen will roll now. We've already done elevators, but anyway. What? What is it? Dice. What so is it? What's which happen. one? I am even. Tell me. So if the number is even, I get to choose which side of the fence I am. On if I roll odd, Phil gets to do the same. Very simple. We roll the dice twice. One to choose the subject. The other to pick who goes first. And generate. 22. Fuck you. You smell of poo. <laughs> I totally... Uh, you're even. So what are you picking? I get to pick. I will be pro elevator. All right. Who and we will first? roll again to see who picks who goes first. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right. I'm feeling very Roman right now. I will, of course, opt for the more advantageous route of having my opponent go first. Well, I don't think you're going to make an impression, so go right ahead. Starting. Um, I don't go with you. I go when I'm done, ready. Two minutes. And I don't I don't have paper. Fuck. What? You're just making your own arguments, sir. Oh, Christ. go <laughs> now <laughs> I'd like to welcome you to the stage Mr. Owen Chamberlain go it's time to start okay, now elevators 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 what do they do are they a menace in our life absolutely not I am here to tell you the pros of using an elevator over an escalator now you might be thinking Owen dude come on what could there possibly be for pros and cons? Pros for elevators. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Shut up. Let me tell you this. One, they are very wheelchair and disabled friendly. Yes, that is right. We are going down the equality street right now. You and I, you hold my white hand, I'll hold your black, disgusting, dirty hand, and we will go down Equality Street. Yes, I am pushing the Equality Way. Can you do that with an escalator? No, you try and wheel an old lady up to the escalator. She's going to go about three steps up before she falls back, cracks her head. Now, look at Poor old granny's dead. Little Jimmy's there with his ice cream that she just bought him. He's, he's devastated. It's, he's scarred for life. Next thing you know, he's in a mental asylum because he just saw his grandmother die because... Phil hates disabled. Do you know who else hates disabled? Hitler. Wow. Phil hates disabled just like Hitler did. I've you got me to Hitler, and well, you we're not going to get there just left. yet. So another pro of actually going elevator is, of course, I've used this argument before, but it's such a good argument that I will use it again. Once you're in an elevator, the doors close. And you could just relax. I mean, you're in a mall. It's often bright. There's often loud noises. An elevator is a nice place just to relax, to calm down, to take it all in, to get that few seconds of respite before you go out into the hustle bustle of world, into the world. And those few seconds of calmness is, you know, is, is what we all need in life. And that's exactly what an elevator provides. Do escalators provide anything? No. People are always coming up and down the wrong way, bumping into you, pushing you out the way. And my two minutes is all right well 
Zero to Hitler in 80 seconds. Not too shabby. I will take my two minutes now. I immediately would like to point out, while it's still fresh in your heads, that Owen, within the first five seconds, used the word, Our elevator is a menace, and I don't recall that ever coming up previous to this conversation. So obviously my opponent's first thoughts were... I will try to equate my opponent uh, to Hitler as soon as possible, and I have to do some serious defense against the menace known as elevators, okay? Now, sure, people that are disabled, people that are in wheelchairs or cannot, for one reason or another, get on the escalator and experience that joy, I'm sorry, you're going to have to take the elevator. That's just the way it is. Uh, My main platform here is amidst all of Owen stalling, as is something he is of keen mind to do, stalling, my main argument here is that elevators are for chumps. They're for uncomfortable segues into music and farts. All right. Do you want to be in an elevator, even if it's just one level, in which case you should not be worrying about escalator versus elevator. You're in an elevator, assuming you have to go up 80 stories, 90 stories, or whatever. It's Fart City. It's Fart City. You've been in an elevator when somebody farted. It's human nature. It's like being in a cab and smelling farts. Cabs, elevators, fart, 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 fart. All I'm getting at is that on the joy and comfort of taking moving stairs like the goddamn future, like Jetsons, you're on moving stairs. You don't have to smell people's farts. You don't have to worry about the secret menace that Owen's hiding. You can just have a... a nut. Oh. Well, what's very weak arguments. Are you going now? Two minutes? I will take my... Started. Two minutes. Now, Phil says... Huh. They are uncomfortable. <laughs> is standing uncomfortable? Huh. No. I mean, let's face it, it. What you're doing in an elevator and doing in an escalator is practically the same. You are going to be standing. So if Phil says that standing is uncomfortable in an elevator, what's the bloody difference for making standing on an escalator? Absolutely none. And dare I say that you can. If you want to, you can sit down. I mean, it's not socially acceptable because you're going to be taking up more room. But the option is there, which you can't do with an escalator and need I remind you people need I remind you that Phil admitted that yes elevators are shit no he didn't but even (laughs) Phil admitted that uh, elevators are better for the disabled which again I'm just trying to bring equality to the world so obviously we want to get rid of things that bring disquality to the world and I'm sorry to say, escalators have got to go. We all want to be one giant pot of friendship, and an escalator um, doesn't do that. So, (laughs) good call. Now, another uh, con against um, escalators is the hustle and bustle, which I would like to get into now. So, there's all there's these unspoken rules that do you stand to the left? Do you stand to the right? I don't know. I don't know because, you know, I'd never take them because I always take the, the elevators because that's the best way to go. So you're, you're, you've got this, 
mindset do i stand to the left or i stand to the right people are coming up and down rudely might i add they're nudging you and they're pushing just to get by just because they're the busy bodies in life and that's absolutely ridiculous i don't know why people need to get up the stairs like five seconds faster than me and it's a stressful situation and need i remind you if a fat guy is at the front he's going to be blocking the whole escalator everybody's going to be all kerfuffled and kerfuffled that was your last word i'd like to take this time to remind people that it is not about your personal preferences it is about the more persuasive argument you can't defeat the disabled argument so shut up i will take my two minutes now elevators the menace sure (laughs) you know what elevators kill sure Elevators are indiscriminate. Elevators don't care if you're disabled or if you're not. They don't care if you're in a wheelchair, on a walker, or on goddamn life support. When that cable snaps, it just doesn't care. And cable snap, people die in elevators every year. There's a little something called the movies. Have you ever seen them? Elevators are always, always portrayed as places of uncomfortable behavior and gruesome death. So, I will not waste your time and fill your head with images of limbs gone akimbo after being severed from the torsos of innocent children and, yes, the disabled. I would rather take your time to point out that one of the things... Oh, and point... uh, Sitting? Really? Sitting on an elevator? I'll have you know that the walking stairway I was talking about turns into steps which as we all know people sit on steps i sat on an uh, escalator that's easy get up before it disappears okay escalators much more safe much more safe they require less energy they look futuristic you're not trapped in a fart zone generally you're like oh yeah you know i'd like to go over there i'd like to go over there that's all good stuff i have nothing else at this particular moment. <laughs> Cables snapping, plummeting to your death. It only takes three stories to break your legs and have shards go up into your spine, killing you instantly. Not happening on an escalator. You know why? It's safer, and somebody's probably there to break your fall. All right, I will take my closing one minute. Now, Wait, Phil yeah. has absolutely nothing against me. I'm going to quickly go over these parts here. Phil says that the cable snap. If a cable snaps, an uh, elevator's safety mechanic, uh, mechanism is teeth. It's got rigid teeth. So if a cable snaps, it will just lock into the steel frame that is around. It will not budge. Can, all the cables can be snapped. It will not budge. It's absolutely safe. You can look it up on the internet. I'm telling the truth here. It will not budge. You will be safe. Unless the whole frame decides to melt, which isn't going to happen. Um, need I remind you, the views, if the, es- uh, the elevator that you're going up is fully glass, uh, you can see tremendous views. You can go up to a-, a city skyline, and on your way up, you can look out, and you can see such great views out there, which, again, is a huge plus for us. And, of course, it incorporates the disabled. And need I remind you that escalators do, in fact, kill. What happens if your shoelace gets sucked in to the uh the disappearing part next thing you know your foot is crumbled corrupt and then the next thing you know your heart is ripped out from your body and phil is a nazi vote for owen all right while the iron is hot starting now (laughs) 
Oh, Owen, 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 Owen. You can always tell Neil, cunt. when he goes to hit the route, that means he's scared. But <laughs> and what scared people do is they tell urban legends. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever tried to stop an elevator? Go ahead. Press the button. I dare you. Nothing will happen. Movies, people. Movies. Safeties go. Safeties fail. People plummet to their death. And again, something my opponent has not addressed at all is the, the stigma, the, the social pain that is involved in getting on the elevator. Anybody that's had to work in uh, a building of size for a period of time knows and dreads the inevitable ride up. Not because of the destination, but because of the ride itself. You're in an elevator. You're trapped for a brief moment in a little universe. It's not your own. It's not your control. Damn, I really well, that. Uh, dare I say that you got a mighty ass kicking on that one. No, you may not. <laughs> well, I just did. All right. Well, feel free to pop on over. Feel free. What? Phil, Phil free. This is a segment where Phil give stuff away for free. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be another person? <laughs> a variation yes. on the popular "Would you rather" game. Owen is presented with several questions <laughs> involving a choice between two hypothetical and often highly improbable situations or scenarios. We try to figure out his answers and why he would choose them. You might just win a game on Steam or some mysterious and probably non-flammable package from myself. Owen, what am I talking about? Things. Things. Would Owen rather... Uh, last time we played, we asked you some questions, too. They were rather, uh, personal questions. Let me get them up here. I had asked you, would you rather find out your birth mother was a serial pedophile rapist murderer, or some cheap hooker that once gave you sexual favors for cash? And I asked you, would you rather have a video put out of you taking a dump in the woods with multiple close-up angles, <laughs> or be up on the Jumbotron at a packed stadium and piss yourself silly? Uh, we got a few emails in. The prizes that you had available at that time were Commando's Collection, Grand Theft Auto 3, the Penumbra Collection... Counter-Strike Source, Mirror's Edge, and something called Dwarfs. So, I'm just going to read the email that I have selected as the winner. But first! Since nobody picked Phil's choice, which is always an option, I have a strong feeling that I'm going to get them both right. What do you think, Owen? I think you're bullshit. What? What? <laughs> you think I'm bullshit? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. It's a lighthearted podcast. Thanks. Ah. Oh. All right. All right. Owen. <laughs> I need you to answer these questions. As... All right. The first question. Would you repeat, please? Sure. 
Would you rather find out, and I'm paraphrasing here, because I remember originally the question was quite drawn out. Would you rather find out your birth mother, you're hypothetically adopted, be a serial pedophile rapist murderer of some notoriety, or some cheap hooker that once gave you like a hand job for uh, cash? All right, well, obviously, I thought uh, long and hard about this one, um, as I do all would you rather questions, and I don't just bullshit them because I've completely forgotten about them and waste time trying to think of a suitable answer what I would actually do in a certain predicament because that would be very irresponsible and, of course, we want to run a tight ship here. So I would probably go for the sexual favours, mostly because I don't want my family name tainted with such disgust and murder. That's your job. (laughs) What? I said, that's your job. (laughs) Well, exactly. We've already got one sicko in the family. And, I mean, come on. (laughs) You know, I mean, nobody gets hurt the other route, do they? I mean, I get a little bit of fun, and she gets a little bit of money. In in the end, it's a a happy ending for for both of us. Alright. For those of you playing at home, and... (laughs) We're on. Just imagine the family gathering around. <laughs> That's what I thought Owen would have done. <laughs> Get another masturbation job. So, Pepper, P-E-P-P-E-R, if you've downloaded the file off his fan page, you can unlock it. But I'm going to read it right now. My answer, which I predicted, at the rate <laughs> Owen goes on about incest quite a bit, I would be surprised if he didn't opt for the first one. Uh, which I don't know why I said that. Sure, there is the lure that maybe hanging out with mom might lead to some serious and insightful conversations. Wow, I screwed this all up. But that's all right. My final answer is in there. But I doubt that would override his desire for another quick hand job that he would wheedle out of her with a family discount. Answered. <laughs> cheap whore that he already had sexiness with. All right. So, I got one right. All hail me. Owen, would you rather have a video put out of you taking a dump in the woods direct to DVD with multiple close-up angles, you know, like a real slick production. (laughs) Yep, you like that wordplay? Or, no. Be up on the Jumbotron at a packed stadium and piss yourself silly and everybody sees you. Again, what a interesting question. I mean, if I took the poop route, uh, I'm assuming it would be in HD, probably 3D. Uh, it would use today's video standard, sure. Okay, so, you know, it would be nice. I could get a nice close-up of my butthole. I mean, I'm assuming it would be a nice surrounding. There could be plot twists where, you know, no, on a critter no. or something. It's just a um, straight-up video of you shitting. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of quality, man. You know. I, All right. Well, I can't let you embellish a storyline into Owen shits in the woods five angle DVD release. Well, I'm, okay. I'm just say. I mean, no, I'm you signed away your rights. Sorry, sorry. You know, I mean, what about that woman at, at uh, tampon with period blood? I mean, she became famous, right? So briefly. <clears throat> well, you know, fifteen minutes, whatnot. So naturally, I would have to go for the pissing myself with the drumbo charm. Um, <clears throat> purely for the fact that I really hate crowds, and if I'm sat next to two people, if they see me with myself, hopefully, they will actually move away from me, and I can actually enjoy the game. 
and I can, you know, I mean, sure, I'll be a bit damp, but I'll have a bit more space, and I think I'm the winner in that scenario. So, Jumbotron. Interesting. All right, I have selected... I think you would opt for the video. <laughs> Since it wouldn't be happening live, whereas at the stadium he was instantly humiliated in front of all sorts of people. People whose faces he can clearly see as they mentally come up with names for him like the pisser or the whiz kid. <laughs> I like that. Well, there you have it. Once again, I've proven that I can get halfway with Owen, which is the equivalent of second base. So I've gotten to second base with Owen. Monique, who I'd like to have a separate word with, uh, I'd just like to point out, she said, I think Owen would rather have people watch a video of him taking a dump in the woods just because it's a smaller group of people, not exactly stated, but watching him rather than a whole crowd in the stadium, unless the stadium is empty. But I doubt that. And who are these people anyway? Random people are just friends. If they're friends, then Owen has even less to worry about. I'm pretty certain that the people who choose to associate themselves with Owen knew what they were getting into. Monique, I am here to tell you that where the hell were you a year and a half ago? I could have used this information before meeting <laughs> Owen. It's a shame you're not the winner. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. The winner is, of course... Kurama. Kurama? Kurama Cat? I'm assuming that's not your real name. I could be horribly wrong. Uh, he wrote that second one is hard, but he's doesn't matter that he didn't get the answers right. But I'm going to read it. That he would rather have to take a poo with multiple camera angles. I think he has a problem with large crowds. Huh? He got in you there. So that having all those people looking at him, even if it's just pee, would probably freak him out. Alright, then off the mark there. Uh, also, uh, oh, he said he has a thing for poo. The cameras would make it impersonal. <laughs> Is this true? <laughs> Just don't look at my billing history on my porn sites, okay? All right. Well, uh, Kurama, Kurama, please. <laughs> don't just gone wild. I love that. Please let me know what it is that you wanted are there any in the email that you wanted to go over to highlight I didn't see anyone that necessarily hones in on what uh, what you said nope yeah a lot of different answers there alright so for next week well next time I should say not next week it's just a phrase one of those items I'm assuming will be missing unless Kurama goes for the I will take a bag of random stuff sent in the mail uh, some people don't like giving their address out but that's always an option so one of these games might not be missing or might be missing <laughs> if Commander's Collection, Grand Theft Auto 3 Penumbra Collection Counter-Strike Source, Mirror's Edge and Dwarves but and these are not for the taking until after uh, Owen has tossed in Dead Space 2, brilliant game, and the Alan Wake Foundation package? Franchise. Franchise. Alan Wake Franchise package, which includes multiple games, I'm assuming. Alan Wake Collector's Edition, and Alan Wake American Nightmares, which also has special stuff, too. Special stuff? 
Oh, and yeah. I do have The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, oh, um, but that is only reserved for when Phil actually gets a lateral fucking uh, thinking. I'm outsourcing that next time. All right. These are the questions. Number one, there will be three this time. Would Owen rather, if he had children, be forced to feed them by regurgitation, or would he rather have to lick them to bathe them? Owen, as a human, feeding his children by regurgitation every meal, or have to lick them to bathe them? Number two, would Owen rather, if he was forced to do one of the following, eat one live tarantula, or... Hold a live wa- wa- ha- hold a live wasp in his mouth for one minute. One minute of a live wasp. Those are angry bastards flying around in his mouth or eat one live tarantula. Let's see. Though not poisonous, each hair on the very hairy tarantula functions as a sharp dart when the creature is threatened. And wasp feed their offspring regurgitated caterpillar. How do you like that? And possibly my favorite one, number three here. In a fight, would Owen rather be armed with only a ping pong paddle or a wiffle bat? So what you do is you take those three questions, you try to think like Owen based off of what you've heard here today, or, you know, I'm sure many of you... Many of you know him, or think you do. Send in an email, waveofabsurdity at hotmail.com. Tell us which ones you think Owen would pick, and why you will automatically be entered into a little raffle where I will just randomly pick something that tickles my pickle. Most of the people that entered have already won prizes, so hop on in. Get you some. Owen, any thoughts on those questions? Um. <coughs> uh, <laughs> prob- nope. All right. Well, I wanted to jump real fast back to news from Mr. Matt. He sent. How how would you feel about finding some place in a, I'm assuming popular coastal town in the UK? Brighton? It is. What if I told you there was a place where you could live rent-free and only have to work two hours a day? Really? Yes. And you get free fish and crab. So I get to live free and eat free? Yep. Fucking sign me up! Alright. I'm going to read you. This is... Somebody looking for a lodger on Gumtree.com. Okay, yeah. It's like the Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shitty UK version. Oh, and it is right. I'm looking at the map right on a nice little park there. Hello, I am looking for a lodger in my house. I have had a long and interesting life and have now chosen Brighton as a location for my retirement. Among the many things I have done in my life is to spend three years alone on St. Lawrence Island. These were perhaps the most intense and fascinating years of my life, and I was kept in companionship with a walrus whom I named Gregory. Never have I had such a fulfilling friendship with anyone, human or otherwise. 
and upon leaving the island I was heartbroken for months. I now find myself in a large house overlooking Queen's Park, and I am keen to get a lodger. This is a position I am prepared to offer for free on the fulfillment of some conditions. I have, over the last few months, been constructing a realistic walrus costume, which should fit most people of average proportions and allow allow for full and easy movement and character. To take on the position as my lodger, you must be prepared to wear the walrus suit for approximately two hours each day. In practice, this is not two hours every day. I merely state it here so you are able to have a clear idea of the workload. Whilst in said walrus costume, you must be a walrus. There must be no speaking in a human voice, and any communication must entail making utterances in the voice of a walrus. I believe there are recordings available on the web. To me, the voice is the most natural thing I have ever heard. Other duties will involve catching and eating the fish and crabs that I will occasionally throw to you whilst you are being the walrus. With the exception of this, you will be free to do whatever you choose and will have a spacious double room, complete run of the house, with the exception of my bedroom and my workshop, and use of all facilities within. I am a considerate person to share a house with, and other than playing the accordion, my tastes are easy to accommodate. Uh, due to the nature of this position, I will need to audition all applicants before <laughs> audition to take... The chosen candidate on as a lodger. Please contact me if you have any questions. Update. Uh, uh, update. <laughs> I'm afraid it's already over. I would like to thank everyone. What? Everyone who has responded to this advert. Uh, I was not expecting what? such an... Dude, the fuck took it? Such an overwhelming response, and I'm sorry that I could not respond to everyone. The auditions that I have held were successful, and I have now found <laughs> myself a lodger. Thank you again for all your messages and expressions of interest, and I hope those who did not get the room are not too disappointed and find somewhere to live very soon. Wishing you all the best in any of your future endeavors. I would love to know how many auditions there were. I'm just befuddled. Somebody's living in a house acting like a walrus for two hours a day. (laughs) <laughs> Do, aren't wa- I mean <clears throat> aren't walruses can't they be just aggressive can't you just role play the aggressive side and just like kill him I guess depends on is the suit is it like a furry situation or did he give you like tusks? oh god that's oh. what I thought of immediately is it this furry this is why we can't have nice things Phil a furry incapacitating suit and then you're like oh my god I'm having a heart attack you're in walrus time, boy! No, you've got to help me! Say it in walrus! <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs> you break character, you die. Wow. So, would you do it? I mean, if you were... Uh, I guess there have to be circumstances where you really... You know, if you didn't have a place to live and your prospects were grim and you had, I guess, a deep voice and a tenacity to sound like a big wet sack of farts... Are you saying I don't have a deep voice already? No. <laughs> I'm just curious if you would, if, as the popular song <laughs> says, got, huh? you are the walrus. Well, technically it says I am the walrus, but, you know. <laughs> oh, no. No? Do you think people that listen to this podcast, which, by the way, is in the thousands of downloads? I shit you not. Thanks for that. 
wave of absurdity at hotmail.com. Do you think they would take up this offer if it were available? No, again? absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. Every listener. I mean, ab- absolutely. I mean, most of the, well, all of these listeners are like social rejects. So, Jesus any Jesus Christ, they are. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, they're, they're abnormal. They're social rejects. Anything, really. I mean, I think a lot of people get their jollies out of this. It's possible. In that vein, I'd like to share a personal anecdote, if you will, where I oh oh is this philosophy? Well, no, it's. I don't want to call it... Philosophy! I'll just tell the goddamn story and you can apply the goddamn pun goddamn later. It's time for philosophy! Myself and my family, we were coming home from the park. It was a nice time. It was a sunny day at the park. And we were going under a bridge. We were in a car. And my wife goes, oh, whew, that's just the tennis racket. I thought it was a noose hanging from the bridge. And it was just a you know tennis racket with no string hanging over the edge. For some reason, it did look like a noose. But my immediate response was, Psh, I can think of ten better places to hang myself than that. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? Like, I mean, nicer as in more visually stimulating. She's like, it's still a bad thing to say that. So that was uncomfortable. And I didn't have any real reason why I got so, like, defensive about, like, Psh, you call that a place to hang yourself? Ridiculous! <laughs> but Dewey! Yeah, I, you know, the bridge on the Delaware, that'd be a much nice place to hang yourself. Over at that mansion, look! The view! Make sure you tie your wrist and feet so you don't succumb to the natural human instinct to free yourself. I like to think that if you were to commit suicide... It would be in a hilarious, also erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> tragedy. Oh, those things are terrible. But in an unrelated situation, I have to write that down as a big note to myself. Auto. <laughs> Get some stuff for my auto erotic asphyxiation. Well, I can explain it later, later, but if I explained it now, it would just sound like some sort of cross advertisement for some YouTube channel that I might have. <laughs> and I don't want it to be that way, right? You mean on Pornhub? So, I believe we have achieved most of the things on the outline, unless there is some point of issue. No, um, I think we've got it all sorted out. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, putting most of my Phil games into practice next next time. Next time. I think we've pretty much done all we've came to do, and dare I say, I think it was a bloody good one. I would definitely make it one of the top ten places to hang myself in the virtual area where this podcast took place. (laughs) All right, Phil, it's been an absolute disgusting time. Well, I'd like to say thank you to you and a big screw you to Oscar. What's his name? It's O'Neill. O'Hara Airport? Okay. O'Neill, I hope to never speak to you again. Suck a fat cock. And... Quack! <laughs> Roleplay! 
We are, we are two people we are arguing two, about the best place to hang yourself. in the sauna about to be grabbed by one really nice looking naked lady <sighs> and one really disgusting fat man. I am going to be used on the nice lady because you know, and you're going to be used on the fat man. And scene. I'm oh. having a heart attack. I don't think oh. I can exist as a towel anymore. Uh. Oh, Crocky, that that dry spin cycle always uh, always fluffers me guffs. You know, don't I remember when role plays used to be not about one of us getting the shaft. <laughs> oh man! Oh, look at that! Oh, she's a right, she's a right one, isn't she? I've stopped my recording, oh, by the way. Oh well, what? Oh, look at him. Oh, Crocky's got... So I know nobody will be able to hear me, but oh. you're just doing this for your own his, benefit his, now. His flab is he's down to his knees. Oh, oh, oh. he's going to need one more chow. He's going to need more chow. I should probably room. leave you alone. Oh, Crocky. <laughs> so is it towels because that's what you need, or that's the first thing you saw when you thought of roleplay? What? <laughs> this is the sound of Owen's towel if I smack it against the table. It's going rigid. That's my cum rag, you idiots. <laughs>